Justice Radio, 107.7, every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. for the Youth Arena Show. You know what it is. and infinite For inspiration, information, and enjoyment. It's that time again, every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. Tune in and talk to Amogs and Infinite Ngozi. On Armed Forces Radio, 107.7. Hello guys, this is Kid Wire and I'm on the Youth Arena show with Amobs and Infinite Ngozi. We are so excited. Youth Arena is now one hour. Tune in Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. on 107.7 FM with your host. Amobs and Infinite Ngozi. Stop everything and listen to Youth Arena with your host. Amobs and Infinite Ngozi. Tuesday from 4.30 to 5.30. From 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. This show is the best in Abuja, the best in Nigeria, the best in the world. It's Youth Arena on 107.7 FM. Every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. We got you covered with information, inspiration, education, and more. People all over town are raving about this. Don't miss a mobs and infinite and gussy. We are in great hands. Youth Arena, Tuesdays on 107.7 FM. Hello guys, this is Kid Wire and I'm on the Youth Arena show with Amobs and Infinite Ngozi. Youth Arena, on your dial. Good afternoon, Abuja. How are you this Tuesday? It is the 14th of December. We literally have two weeks and then the year is over. Welcome. You are listening to Youth Arena on 107.7 FM. And as usual, you've got the ever handsome Amobs in the building. Well, it's a beautiful day. We got a beautiful ladies in the building. We have two beautiful ladies. Yeah, two. Yeah, I meant to say two. Can you imagine a mobs has forgotten me? Just, <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just looked and was like, "Oh yeah, we have a beautiful lady. I'm here, a mobs." Yeah. <laughs> so we have two. <laughs> two, baby. Yeah. So you've got Infinite Ngazi who's speaking with you right now, and you have a mobs. Yeah. And this is the Youth Arena show where we inspire, educate, inform, motivate, entertain, empower, and we are the Youth, Youth Arena, Arena show. show. So today is a really special day. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can tell from my voice, but I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm excited and I'm nervous. Why, why, why? <laughs> I'm nervous because we have an amazing guest in the building. Like, I can't read all her credentials because there's so many. But she has spent over 20 years in journalism. And you guys will know her once I say her name. So I'm going to keep that last. <laughs> but she is a chief ex- executive officer of the African Economic Congress. She's also got her own TV show. She has her own company. She's a board member for the Center for Strategic Enterprise Development. I mean, she's a speaker. She is 
a future author. She mm -hmm. is someone that inspires people. And we are talking about a television presenter, the queen of daytime mm -hmm. business analysis TV, economic analysis TV. And it's none other than Mrs. Nancy Naji. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. Hello, 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 hello everyone listening. Hi, Ngozi. Hi, welcome to Youth Arena. Uh, yeah. I'm so excited. It's like a Christmas present for oh. me. <laughs> Already? Yes, because, well, this is my last show for the year and then I'm going on leave. Mm. Yes, mm. so this is a perfect yeah. way to end the show. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you so much for coming on today's show with us. Thank you, guys. It's uh, a pleasure and it's also an honor to, to be here. I'm upset I didn't forget you, too. Okay, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> thank you, guys, for having me. And thank you to everyone listening. Yes. So we have listeners, actually. So the show, we have it online um, on uh, Anchor FM. And then we have our Mixer FM link that I guess people who listen to us frequently would know about. And then we have Facebook and Instagram. So people are listening from all over the world. I check the back end and sometimes we get listeners from America. Yep. We've been contacted by people from America, yeah. some other African countries. And then in Nigeria, there are people listening in Abuja and around the north around as well. Abuja, Niger, Kano, yes. uh, some part of Jaws. Yeah, know. because... Yeah, lots of listeners, by the way. Armed Forces Radio covers quite a large... I think we have the largest coverage in the country. So Absolutely. that's awesome. Yeah, Armed Forces. Right? That's right. <laughs> so anyway, Nancy is a Nigerian journalist and she is a presenter of the show, The Money Show. Mm. So we're talking to a money woman here. Uh -huh. So guys, pull your car to the side you're gonna need to listen to everything that she's saying she has some incredible insight that she's going to share with us she's a media consultant uh, for other tv channels and like i said she's the chief executive officer of the african economic congress now this is an incredible woman and i'm saying this because i've met her previously and we talked about economics and how she got into it and what her interest was and it's really mind-blowing how much time she's invested in her craft how much knowledge and education she has in this area and all the strides that she's been able to make in economics especially being a woman because we tend to have a lot of people who are analysts who are guys and uh, presenters who are men and then being a young woman as well. as well so she's been breaking boundaries and barriers for the last 20 years and um like i said it's an honor for me to be here she's the one who's usually interviewing people yeah. <laughs> and now yeah, i'm on the other yeah. side so i think after this she'll give me a report card to tell me <laughs> if i should quit and focus on something else or uh, what my areas of improvement are so thank you so much for joining us today. thank you thank you Ngozi. thank okay. you so i wanted us to get to know you uh in the beginning so that our Started. Mm. Thank you, Omobs. Thank My you. Pleasure. It's, it's uh, a pleasure to be here. First time, I'm Forces Radio mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for me. <laughs> so thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Mm. Where should I start from? Ngozi? Really? So from the beginning. Economics. Like what? <laughs> when other people were choosing other mm. things to go into, mm. what what made you think? You know what? I think I'm gonna look at economics mm. and be the money woman. Wow. Okay. So let's start from there. Um, just like you said, for me, it's been a journey 
my broadcast journey mm-hmm. has been on for like 20 years. Okay. And when people see me, they'll be like, oh, Nancy, we've been watching you. I've been watching. In fact, I met a young guy of 21 mm-hmm. going on 22 last month, November, when I hosted the African Economic Congress, the TED edition. And he said he was so happy to see me. I've been watching you since I was seven years. Wow. I'm like, really? <laughs> I asked him, how old are you now? He said he's 22. He had to call his dad oh, wow. and all of that. The journey of 20 years for me um, started that's for broadcasting. Yes. Oh. Started, I, I, I don't know if I should say I wandered into it because I did not study journalism in, in oh. university mm-hmm. or even economics or mass communication. Wow. Uh, for me, I was a science student to the core. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Wow. Pure sciences to the wow. core, physics, chemistry, biology. Oh. You know, I was part of those that not the idea that I could become a doctor someday. Yeah. So, (laughs) but for me, I've always known that I had that passion of, um, you know, I could talk to a mirror at home. I would sit in front of a mirror and mimic speaking, you know. So, but I didn't see it as anything. I, I knew, okay, I could, I had the gift of writing plays and all of that. I can just sit down and just concur something and act, uh, write a script and people will act wow. which I did in secondary school but and I think my first encounter with Joke Jacobs now okay. I don't know if she if she recall you know but <laughs> I was very young then and I remember I schooled in Lagos I schooled at uh, Reagan Memorial Baptist Girls Secondary School in Yaba okay so I recall that I wrote a play and there were about 20 or 30 schools that came for a competition. My school was part of it. And I went to a pure girl's school. Mm-hmm. Reagan is a pure girl's school. So I wrote the drama. I was a writer. I was a director. I got young girls then in my school to act even male characters. Mm-hmm. And they were in character. I did mm-hmm. that for like two days. I remember when I got home from school, one I went to the dining table. My mom was like, what are you doing? I said, I have to come up with a script. We have a competition and all of that. I just brought up all those A4 paper. I just scripted like mm-hmm. five pages of, of drama and all of that. But to cut the long story short, we won. My school won. Oh, wow. You know, as number one. And not just that we won. The girl... That young girl now, and I wonder where she is. Uh, sometimes I think that I would love to see this girl mm-hmm. again. She acted as the male character. Okay. And she was the best right. out of all, every school that, uh, that uh, came, yes, came into the competition. And I remember when Joker Jacobs came to give me the the plaque and the award for my school. She was like, oh, what class are you? I told her, I think I was in SS2 then. Mm-hmm. She said, what class? At? I said, I'm, I was in sciences. That missile student, she looked at me, <laughs> very terrified. I was like, mm-hmm. and she used the word, and that was the first time I heard it. Yeah, a square peg in a round hole. Right. Mm. Wow. When I said, "What's this woman talking about?" <laughs> when I'm in pure science studying biology, yeah. I want to be a doctor. She's telling yeah. me I'm a square peg in a round hole. But I think for me, at that time, it became a defining moment for me okay. later on in terms of okay. I had this gift. Mm-hmm. But I still went to the university and studied parasitology. Right. For people that don't know, parasitology is the basic study of para- parasites. parasites. Yeah. Mosquitoes and cool. Yes. My, so my par- friend's dad is a parasitologist. Okay. That's why yeah. I know, yeah. Because I was like, yeah. he studied paracetamol? Yeah. She was like, no, it's <laughs> parasites. Okay. So like a disease expert, yes. you know. But, okay. 
But I started my career, the, my TV journey or my broadcast journey started while I was in the university. So for me, since then till now, yes, wow. it's been television all the way or it's been broadcast. So mm. for me, I needed to study journalism, no mass communication, no economics, which I also, uh, or business, or mm-hmm. came into mm-hmm. in the later part of my uh, career. Even as a student, I, was, I started TV presenting, at Delta Television, okay, uh, Asaba, De- okay. Delta Broadcasting Service, and I did that for about four or five years. All the time I was in the university, and came out from there, went to serve my NYSE. Uh, for those listening from America or other places that don't know NYSE, <laughs> it's a National Youth Service Corps. Yes. It's a one-year mandatory service, which yes. every university graduate or tertiary institution graduate yes. would would do. So I served with the NTA. Neighboring states for one year and three months. They didn't okay. want to let me go after uh, one year. I was there for like three months, but I now had to train someone that would take replace over mm-hmm. the program that I initiated okay. with someone. And that program is still on till tomorrow. Oh, wow. Wow. Year, back what is it? What is it about? The program it's on is um, uh, an educational program against HIV AIDS. Awesome. Oh. Positive okay. living at that time were like Ebony and some other uh, states around Nigeria. AIDS or HIV was quite endemic. People didn't have the correct information. Right. So I went into creating that program with right. um, someone, a staff there, and, and using how, your background actually, yes. your degree. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. one hour program, live program. People were calling in. They didn't understand the concept of HIV. Right. Like okay, even if you come in contact with people, if you're talking with them, that mm-hmm. does not mean you would have it. That's so, right. So I did that and trained someone and went on to do other things, came back to Lagos. I was born in Lagos, mm-hmm. came back. I said, okay, fine. I want to continue this. I don't want to do parastology. Right. <laughs> then I'm out of university, <laughs> so let me do what I've always loved. Yeah. And that was when I went into business journalism. Okay. I, I wouldn't say really it was by design, okay. or perhaps it was God that orchestrated it. Right. I met my executive producer, Salome Feremo, and we started the money show right in lagos in 2007 it was the first live show to come up from the nigerian stock exchange right. i and two of my other colleagues and we started it and wow i think for me now the rest is history yes by okay this is a genre of broadcasting mm-hmm. which is new mm-hmm. which i don't think anyone had done it even before yes we came into it to do it that way because mm-hmm. you watch uh the likes of other presenters abroad, they do business programs from like the New York Stock Exchange mm. and all of that. And that was what we started mm. at that time. And for me now, when I see, I see almost every station has a business yes, program. Yes, I'm yes. like, okay, Nancy, that's good. So yes. we, we, we pioneered it and um, I'm still there. So I think, that's guys, awesome. and I'm not ready to back down. You guys are, <laughs> you are chasing me and you're not going to catch, catch up with that's me. Awesome. But it's good that we are we, you know, we heralded it and mm-hmm. uh, people are following our footsteps now. I'm like, oh, Nancy, please, can you mentor? Can you, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. inspire. I'm like, oh, fine, fantastic. That means we're doing awesome s- something. So I think that's basically it. So okay. for me, for business, journalism or business broadcasting, for me now it's about um, 14 to 15 years since we started in right. 2007. Excellent. And I'm still there. Excellent. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Youth Arena on 107.7 FM with your girl Infinite Ngozi and Omobs. 
Today we have an incredible guest in the building. Like if you see my smile, my entire <laughs> teeth are showing like all the way down to my tonsils because I'm really excited. Today's guest is Nancy Naji. And you guys know, like she said, the money show, Money Line with Nancy. You have uh, a veteran in broadcasting as well as business in the building. And we're always here to try and inspire young people to educate and to help them look for what they can connect with, with our guests, so that they can plan a future that is beautiful to them, suiting uh, for them. And we've just heard from Mrs. Nancy that she started as a science student. She was thinking about becoming a doctor. She put on a school play and then someone said to her, hey, you are in the wrong place. You are a talent that needs to be in front of the screen. People need to see you. You're creative. You're a fantastic communicator. And she took that up as a turning point and did work in broadcast journalism while at university. So now we want to listen a little bit more about how the transition happened from being in journalism, doing a HIV program to then going into business. Because obviously you guys have watched our show, so you know that the show is really heavy on economics, business terms, etc. So what was the learning curve like? And what was it like at such a young age, because this was 15 years ago, to start learning all those new concepts and to take a change in direction in her career. And the reason why these are important questions is a lot of young people I speak to have a degree in one area, but have a passion in a different area. And trans doing the transition between what you studied and what you're interested in can be really difficult for people because they feel like, you know, what are my parents going to say? Or what are my friends going to say? Or even thinking, is it going to be viable? Like, am I going to make money from this new path? The other path has been established. Why don't I just stick with it? So did you have any of those sort of conflicts in your heart? Like, can I actually do this? What do I know about this field? Um, what am I going to tell people? Like, was there any challenge? And if there was, how did you overcome? Because mm, there were so many challenges. Right. For me, um, going into broadcasting, it was something okay that I felt at home with it was just like it was a passion but yeah. i'm being paid for enjoying myself right but i must say even when i started at delta broadcasting service i was not being paid okay. and even as a student i was like taking my own money coming from school right. then in orca anambra state nigeria traveling on the way to asaba delta state Nigeria was like, even my, my classmates in the university, my lecturers knew I was a TV personality. Right. So I'm going to lecture. <laughs> After lecture, I'm just yes. sitting down to Asaba and all of that. So that continued for about four or five years. But when I now finished and like, okay, that then the money show came along mm -hmm. because even all through when I was in DBS, doing programs as a guest artist and all of that, I, I, I did programs around breakfast shows, youth programs. Okay. Uh, personality programs so for me i i wouldn't really say i even had anyone to teach me at that time right i just went into it i didn't have anyone to teach me to this what the qualities of a good presenter was i all i just knew was that i just kept talking presenting and people liked yes. what i did yes you know so when i started the money show when we were about to start mm -hmm. for me it was like okay <laughs> 
how do I get into this? Because this is quite specialized. Mm -hmm. It's not like any other kind yes. of... Not a lifestyle show, yes, not, not music. Anyone can talk music. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyone can talk politics. It yes. depends on which area you want to, yes. which area you want to favor. What you're interested in, yes. Anyone can talk sports. Yeah. But not anyone can talk, come on air. Yes. And speak business. Yes. Yeah. Analyze. Yes. So it dawned on me then in Lagos, like, wow. The first time I entered the stock exchange, I saw the... The traders wearing their jackets, mm -hmm. the maroon, burgundy. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, that was my first time. Mm -hmm. Like, who are all these people? <laughs> what do they do? Mm -hmm. But because I, I I took the bulls by the horns. Okay. And I said, I know I can do it. Now, where do you get that from? That knowledge? Is that something parents gave you, friends, you were born with it? What? Where did you get that? I can do this. Um... I must also say that I had supportive parents. Okay. Wow. I had supportive parents even when I was in school. Doing all that, okay. transversing from Okatsu, yeah. they knew I was doing that and right. they were not against it. Okay. So I had those, my parents were supportive and okay. they are still supportive or they are because they're still alive, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they were like, in fact, when things like that happened or when I started the money, my dad, my parents were like, they are not surprised what right. I'm doing. Because those streets were there when I, was, yes, okay. when I was growing up. But I can do spirit. I also think with faith in God right. or where, whoever is listening, whatever you believe in, people yeah. call it the universe or whatever. Yeah. But for me, I believe in God. So mm -hmm. I think with that faith in God, I saw it. I, and one day in the office, when all my colleagues had gone, they had closed all the, all the staff had gone. I just prayed. I said, God, this is a new area for mm. me. How do I navigate? Mm. I don't know. Mm. But I want you to teach me. Okay. I remember I asked him And I told him, I said, teach me so that I'll be the best in this that I am doing. Right, right. right. And see me 20 I years. I know. <laughs> so I think he answered. Yes. Prayers. I think so yeah. too. <laughs> so for me, it's deliberately started learning. Right. Started now, what does that take? It took a lot and it's still taking a lot now. Right. Uh -huh. I still do that. Right. Learning even informally. Right. Reading mm -hmm. books. Most importantly, watching programs like that mm -hmm. because there was nothing like that in Nigeria. Yes. So I started watching programs right. like that abroad. Right. Where, of course, I knew they were not talking about Nigeria, yeah, but I yeah. could draw inspiration yes. from what they were saying or from what they were talking about mm -hmm. so i started learning deliberately learning doing research mm -hmm. and i love doing research even up till now <laughs> i love doing my own research mm -hmm. because i feel even doing research on my own you get a lot of knowledge mm -hmm. and you 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 double into a lot of things mm -hmm. so i deliberately did that even sometimes 10 p.m i'm still in the office right right 10 p.m. I'm still in the office. And, and you were probably in your 20s then. Yes, I was in my 20s. So, like, what was your typical day like? Um, or a typical week for you? Person. Yes. When you when you went into a whole new field, you were going to be broadcasting, you were going to the stock exchange. What was that like? Uh, what was a typical week or day? A typical day for me was like, then in Lagos, traffic has always been yeah. there. Lagos have always been yeah. hectic. 
So a typical day for me was like wake up 3.30. In the morning? Yes. There you go. Four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Oh, mom's eyes just fell out of, yes. of the socket. No, for those of us in Abuja now, we are enjoying ourselves. Yeah. So when I came to Abuja, I was like, no, I'm not going back to this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lagosians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, of course, I'm a Lagosian because I was born and brought up there. Yeah. But that was just what a typical day for me was. 3.30, 4 a.m. Wow. And be on the road like 5.30. Wow. Or 5. 5.30. Wow. To be in the office at least latest by 7.30. Right. Mm. So, because our show then, we, on African Independent Television, yes. AIT, we, our program then, the morning show was 10 to 12 p.m. Right. At 10 to 12 a.m. That's 10 a.m. Yeah, to 12, to 12 noon, yeah. So, I was in the office by 7.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. preparing. So, it's a live show. So, producing from 7.30 till about to 10. Wow. Go take positions and all of that. Wow. So, after that, it was a daily program apart from weekends. Right. Day program. So, after that, after you do the program by 12, we are producing a game for the next right. day. So, you see me, I'm sitting down. Okay, what am I discussing? What are we discussing tomorrow? Who is the guest? What's happening in the economy? How should I tie it in? Some things yes. may happen. It's just cut out what yes. you had yeah, planned. planned. Yeah. And you see me, I'll be in the office. The only time you could just leave is just to go have lunch. Mm-hmm. You come back again. And I'll be in the office till like 10 p.m. And I'm enjoying wow. myself sitting down with my laptop. Sure. I'm researching. I'm reading on my laptop. I'm watching programs. I'm reading the news. I'm seeing everything that's happening. Sometimes... I know Jafar, that's his name. Stock has changed. He used mm. to work in Stock Exchange. I don't know if he's still there now. Mm. Come in, Nancy, we won't close. We won't go close. <laughs> and I pick my bags and I go home. Wow. At 10. That was every day. Every day. Yeah. So sometimes you like. You leave at 10 and then yes. you wake up at 3 30. Yes. Sometimes 8 p.m. Sometimes friends of mine will be like, okay, Nancy, we want to be like, okay, I think I've done a lot yeah, for today. Nice. Wow. And I take off. And that is what I tell young people that. For you to be master of your craft, yeah. you must dedicate that time yeah. and the commitment. You yeah. cannot just wake up and say, when you look at masters of crafts, yeah. they, they've put in the time. Yeah. There's yeah. no pain without gain. Yeah. So yeah. there's no yeah. gain without yeah. pain. Yeah. So you must invest. So those were like 18-hour days. Yes. Like those were long days. They were long days for me. Wow. Long, long, long days And how for long me. did you do that for? Uh... Uh, I did it for years in Gazi. Wow. I did it for years. I would say that it's even now that I'm a bit relaxed. Okay. But, um, but the research part for me is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the planning part because now from we did the money show from 2007 to 2009. Some of my colleagues transited to other things. Mm-hmm. We were three presenters. About two of them left. Mm-hmm. Uh, one passed. Late oh. Teresa. Okay. Um, you know so. Uh, when all of that happened, I remember the executive producer and the founder of that communications PLC, mm. I chief Raymond Alio, doctor, so was like, this program cannot just go like mm. that, it can't die. Mm. Nancy has to come to Abuja right, mm. to continue the show. And I remember what people said, they were like, how can she come and be doing a business program in Abuja? Abuja is a government city, Lagos right. is where business happens. Right. But I actually taught them now, mm. looking yes. in hindsight, yes. I can do a show from anywhere, yes. it depends on. Yeah. Yes. And I came into Abuja. And I've been in Abuja since. Okay. Doing the business program, showing them how it's done. I said, okay, if Lagos is that the regulators are here and I'm yes. going to speak. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to the exactly. regulators exactly. And, and all of that. And now for those that said, oh, let's see. Because some people were like, eh, after two weeks, the program will collapse. Let's oh, see. Wow. And I'm still waiting for the two weeks. Oh, to wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years and yeah. we're still waiting. Yeah. No, so for me then it was like, then after the, the money show went on for 10 years. Mm. So... 
I and my colleagues did it for two, 2007 to 2009. And from 2009, I produced mm-hmm. and I was the anchor mm-hmm. from 2009 to 2016. Mm-hmm. So from 2016, it now metamorphosed into my own show. Yes. So it's now Moneyline with Nancy. Yes. I'm the executive producer. Excellent. And um, I think the rest is That's history. awesome. <laughs> so, which I still do now. Yes. <laughs> and so social life-wise, this must have mm-hmm. had an impact on you hanging out with friends, attending yeah. weddings, yeah. birthdays, that kind of stuff. Were you able to balance them or did you have to just put things aside for a while and then apologize to people that you miss their weddings and their birthdays, and, birthdays and, yeah. and, and stuff like that? I think I still managed to juggle it. Oh, great. Um, for me, the, the social life, that I think my social life um, suffered a bit okay. in terms of, of course, there was no time to really begin at, to interact with people like on a weekly basis. Of course, when I'm at work, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But the few friends that I had, acquaintances, colleagues, whenever they're doing stuff, I ensure mm. that I was still be there. Even family. Awesome. Okay. My cousins and family members that had weddings mm-hmm. or had stuff. You mm-hmm. see me, I'll have to I'll fly. Even mm-hmm. despite my busy schedule, mm-hmm. I'll fly and attend oh. the event. Except you don't tell me. Okay. Uh, but if you tell me, I try as much oh, as possible. That's awesome. Uh, 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 to be there. Mm. But um i also know that there were some times that could like okay oh what kind of play makes nancy so i could just like with my cousins or with my friends of mm-hmm. like and i love dancing i mm-hmm. love music okay. i'm like okay we can just go to a club and enjoy okay. ourselves okay okay and i'll just go dance out the stress mm-hmm. and with that i'm okay and i come back home and mm-hmm. i sleep and the next day Back to work. Yeah. (laughs) So for me, it's been like that. Okay, we're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to look at a little bit more about the work that you do. So, you know, a lot of us don't really understand the economy and how it affects us and what the interest rates are. And, you know, there's so many terms that are in business and the economy and in Nigeria that we just hear and we carry on with our lives. And I just thought it would be nice for you to give us a tiny intro elementary level so that when we are listening to the news and we hear some terminology or we hear some concepts, we can think, oh, wow, so that means I need to do this or that or I shouldn't do this anymore or, you know, things are about to get better or they're going to get harder. Um, So it will be nice for you to just give us a sneak peek into Economics 101. Ah. <laughs> when we come back, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Youth Arena on Armed Forces Radio 107.7 with your host, Amogs and Infinite Ngozi. From 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. This show is the best in Abuja, the best in Nigeria, the best in the world. It's Youth Arena on 107.7 FM. Every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. We got you covered with information, inspiration, education, and more. People all over town are raving about this. Don't miss Amovs and Infinite and Gussie. We are in great hands. Youth Arena, Tuesdays on 107.7 FM. Hello guys, this is Kid Wire and I'm on the Youth Arena show with Amobs and Infinite Ngozi. Welcome back. 
everybody. You're listening to Youth Arena Show on 107.7 FM with your girl, Infinite Ngozi, and the tall, dark, and handsome amongst <laughs> in the building. And today we have a special guest. And when I say special, I mean it in every single way. She is incredibly beautiful. So the whole time she's been talking, I was just looking at her hair, her <laughs> makeup, her nails, her jewelry, her shoes, her bag, her suits. I'm like, I literally look like her housekeeper. Like, <laughs> she looks amazing. And that is Nancy Naji. And she is obviously our money line with Nancy uh, presenter. She is executive producer of the show and presenter of the show. She has been a broadcast journalist for over 20 years and specifically in business for 15. And she's just been sharing with us about her career, how she's transitioned from being a science-bound student, thinking about studying medicine, to being a queen of daytime business analysis TV. And right now, we're going to try and pick her brain a little bit so that we can understand what she does every day and what it means to us. Because her work every day actually impacts the whole of Nigeria. The things that she discusses, it's really about us and our lives and our survival. And so we just want to make sure that we understand it so that in future, when we hear things or when we read papers, we know what that means for us. So Nancy, tell us a little bit about the show in terms of what kind of content you cover and why that's important to people to understand what's happening on Moneyline. Mm. Very interesting question. Uh, just like I said at the beginning, you see that the media, <coughs> even the print media at least years ago, was awashed with, okay, news stories mm -hmm. on other aspects of life, politics, mm -hmm. sports, and all of that. And not that business was not there. Mm -hmm. Business was there, but it could be like in a reporting style. Sure. Uh, that the federal government says it's to... Um, uh, the federal government has budgeted 500 billion naira mm -hmm. for so-so this of mm -hmm. road infrastructure, for yes. example. And they just report it as a story. Yes. Uh, but what I do on a daily basis is, okay, not just the headline. Mm. What does it mean? Mm -hmm. Where's the government going to get that money from? Mm -hmm. That allocation of resource, mm -hmm. is it the right allocation of resource? Right. Are they borrowing the money? Mm -hmm. What does it mean for you? Mm -hmm. Is that a good project to handle? Right. And all, and all of that. So things like that, that's just an example. Right. When it comes, when it comes to... Uh, the analysis part of it of the business news. Yes. So it's not just like you go on uh, the TV stations. Oh, this is the news for today. Business news. Mm -hmm. Also stock uh, crashed. Up. Yeah. Uh, ABC stock mm -hmm. went up by 50 kaba mm -hmm. and all of that. What does it mean? Mm. It means that single sentence means a lot. That's is it right. a time for you to go into that stock is mm. it a time for you to buy is mm. it a time for you to sell to, to sell mm. is it a time for you to leverage on what you have mm. so all those things mean a lot so that is also where i i, I, I come in but beyond that a, a lot of us in nigeria financial inclusion is not that much okay and a lot of us are not financially literate right you may even see someone having a phd so mm. to speak but does not really understand the concept of money right and how to handle money. Okay. A lot of us want to, we go out every morning, like they say, hustle. Mm -hmm. Let me go and hustle. Let me mm -hmm. go and hustle. But we are, our minds are too transfixed on, once I make money, I need to spend it, spend it, spend it. Okay. I need to buy a house. I need to buy food. I okay. need to do this. I need to do that. 
But when my program also comes to fore is that when you make that money, what do you do with that money? Mm. How are government policies impacting the money in your pocket? Right. How much does that money worth? Right. How much is it, for example, even if you want to buy food, is it better for you to even front load buying food because inflation may go up in the right. next three months? Now, what does that mean, front loading buying food? Yes. Front loading means like, okay, inflation in Nigeria mm-hmm. is 15.99% to mm-hmm. the last number. We would have another one at least in the next 24 hours or 48 mm-hmm. hours by the MBS. If inflation is at 15, almost 16%, mm. what it means, let me break it down. If you have 100 naira, mm. inflation into the 100 naira is taking about 16 naira, uh, out 15 of it. naira 99 cover mm-hmm. out of it. So it's worth less than that mm-hmm. 100 naira. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 100 naira minus 15 points, 15 mm-hmm. naira 99 cover is worth that 100 naira is worth. Yes. Yeah. So that 15 naira 99 cover has been eaten. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So what do you do? You do now say, oh, okay. If there's an analysis that oh, inflation is likely to go higher mm-hmm. in the next three months, mm-hmm. is it better now that if I have this money now, mm. can I buy food? Can I buy two bags of rice okay. now and keep? Okay. Instead of buying it, you could buy your bag of rice next day now, a bag of rice like 27,000, for mm. example. If they say inflation will go higher mm. in the next three months, in the mm-hmm. next three months, that means I may buy for 30 or yes. 30 something thousand yes. or whatever the margin yeah. is. Okay, I can buy like two bags of rice and keep mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, That's right. so it gives you that common economic sense. Okay. Right. So when people understand, uh, for instance, like the example you gave, that the 100 naira in my pocket today has a buying power Mm -hmm. of 85 naira, for instance, then they they know and then possibly by January, the buying power will reduce to 80 naira. Then it's better for them to purchase what they need to buy with the 85 naira value, because when it's 80 naira, you're going to actually be able to buy less. Yes. Okay. That's if you can afford it. If you can, yes. Because uh, that's another it. thing. Yeah. We have a lot of people who are day yes. earners. Yes. So, you know, all the plumbers, carpenters, yeah. this and that. So they can't really buy maybe three months worth yes. because they yes. only make money for this yes. week. Yes. Uh, uh, okay. And so for them, having that understanding, does that change anything for them? Like for people who are day, day earners, um, or do they just kind of have to just survive any way that they can? Is there something someone can do? Yes, it, it, it changes because if you have that knowledge, it would also make you to even price your craft better. Great. Mm. Yeah. Great. Because you now be able to factor inflation into whatever you're doing. Right. Uh, the the landlord, for example, would may even increase his house and say, oh, things are now expensive. Yes. So even if you're a plumber also, be like, okay, mm. what can I do to even improve myself, to increase mm. my earning power? Mm. Or what are the things that I can do by the side mm. that can make me earn more? Mm. Mm. Even if I can't increase my services as well because mm. the economic situation isn't good. Yes. But there are other things I can add mm. that will make me earn more. I love if that. I have, yes, if I have a wife, yeah. what can my wife, if she's a stay-at-home mom, mm. what should, can she be doing at, yes. by the side that can make the family earn more? Yes. Um, you know, that could make me pay my children's school fees. And, I, I love and, that. And all of that. I love that for two reasons. One is that when things increase in price, everything tends to increase in price. Mm. So without actually having the knowledge, 
we do change our prices, right? Because, but then you hear a lot of people saying, hmm, everyone is saying dollar, dollar. Mm-hmm. What has Gary got to do with dollar? Mm-hmm. What has, but the yeah. truth is there's a ripple effect yeah. when there's an increase in price or the, yeah. when there's in inflation. So that even if something is not directly yeah. connected, because the people who are producing it still have to purchase things yeah. that are connected yeah. and still have to live in a society yeah. that's affected, their prices have to change because they're also having to cover for the impact of inflation on them. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. Yeah. I'm obs- well, I'm carried away. I've, I've learned a lot. <laughs> you understand that, right? Yeah, I actually understand because even me, I was like, we, we in Nigeria, we spend naira, not dollars. So yeah. why should dollar uh, affect, affect us? Affect. Uh, but Nanasi has just made it clear. <laughs> yeah. Yes, dollar, yeah. Do, dollar will affect you. One, number one, Nigeria is a purely, at least majorly, import-dependent nation. Mm. Mm. So anything that happens, it will affect our FX valuation. Yes. That is why the Naira is where it is yes. today, because we really are not producing, producing. as much as much we should yes, yes. produce. And the power of a currency is also derived by the power of the production of the country. Though we know that some countries also manipulate their currencies yes. like big and heavy China. Yes. You know, though they, 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 they the, uh, say, oh no, we don't manipulate our currencies because you see there are some countries go over to manipulate their currencies so that they can have more local currency. Yes. But yes. for us that almost everything we wear is imported. It's imported, Even yes. the food. Yes. We import champagne. Yes. Our big men take champagne. Yes. Cars. Cars. Uh, and, building and materials. Of, yes. Yeah. So, so you will see that filtering into, into the Naira and that mm-hmm. is where we are today. I'm not saying that that is really the major culprit. Mm-hmm. We can as well do better in terms of economic policies, mm-hmm. you know, aside where we are today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you take a look at it generally, all those things matter. Mm. And people at home do not, or people on a day-to-day basis need to be aware mm-hmm. of this. Even taking it away from that, you also need to know that your future is in your hands. That's yeah. number one. And yeah. number two, not just your future, your financial future. Yeah. Is in your hands and you've got to co- take control of it. Right. Which is also part of what I do in terms of how do you structure your life. Right, right. Financially. Right. Mm. Even as a single person, mm-hmm. someone in school, you can begin to save, you can begin to earn. For ladies, it's not just about buying hair. Yeah. Or anything you have. Oh, let me just Beauty. go buy, buy, buy. Beauty, yeah. Can you begin to invest? Right in your life mm-hmm. you can get advisors and not go into ponzi schemes i've seen mm-hmm. a lot of people go crash mm-hmm. and burn yeah why because of the financial education is not there yeah or people refuse just to be financially educated right or people refuse to even watch shows like mine right i remember in the days years ago when mmm was every yes. day, i came up on air and i told people don't do this yes in fact i had death threats uh, oh wow people were like nancy is it your money wow uh, why are you telling us this the government hasn't done this for us i said guys this is a ponzi scheme yeah. they said no but we get paid in oh, fact wow. people were telling me oh nancy even there was, there was a friend of mine then she got involved in one of the schemes and yeah. i came to her store i saw them holding dollars i was like what is what's happening mm. she was like ah ah you need to come into this it's place it. you need uh, that they pay every week and they pay in dollars i looked at her i was like really when she told me, I said, this is a positive. Yeah. She said, no, that idea pain. Every You needed to see her stuff. Wow. Then I remember I traveled. After about three, four months I traveled, I came back to her store. She was crying. Oh. I was like, what happened? She said, ah, you said so, that the thing wow. has crashed. And I lost millions that I wow. can't even tell my spouse. That's wow. amazing. I told her, I said, so it depends on the kind of information. Yes, yeah. people have. But people want to get rich quick. Yeah. 
but you can't get rich quick. Right. Mm. You right. cannot get rich quick. For you to have, um, to secure your financial future, it takes steps by, it's, it's you must go the, the long haul. Yes. yes, yes, stages. Stages. Like when you plant a, 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 a tree, anything, a tree, a flower, yeah, or crop. Or a baby, it yeah. takes nine months. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot, I think it's Warren Buffett that said, you cannot impregnate nine women. Yes, and then hope that in a month and in a yeah, month yeah, 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 that yeah. you have a baby. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's a step at a time. Yes, yes. So you must watch your money grow. Yeah. So number one, you must have that information on how to make money. Mm. Number one, mm. and make money legally. Right. Yeah. People, you must make your money legally. Yes. Don't talk to me about Yahoo Yahoo. Yeah. Or Yahoo Plus. Yeah. <laughs> you do have that. The Pro-max. law will catch up yeah. with you. Yeah. If you enjoy yourself now, enjoy it very well. Mm. Use your money to do something mm. else. But my Bible also tells me that mm. what you sow, you reap. And it's not sustainable. <laughs> and it's not sustainable. Yes. Yeah. So make money the right way mm. through legal means. Then when you make that money, seek information. To be able to save, invest, mm. and earn more money. Mm. Mm. And when you do that, you would find out that there are different investment outlets. And you also need to take in your age mm-hmm. into okay. perspective. Mm-hmm. What kind of future you want to build for yourself? What kind of future you want to build for your mm-hmm. family? You may have, okay, a young person of 20 years may not invest the way a 30 or 35 or 40 year old person right right of course yeah a young person of 20 25 may be more risk willing yes. to take risk yes but for someone that is like 40 45 or 50 mm. wants to just watch be- the wealth grow yes mm. so is it for example how is the stock market doing mm. do you want to go into bonds government mm. bonds for mm. example mm. buying bonds do you want to okay going to like mutual funds mm-hmm. and all of that and i must tell you so that you teach these things on your show yes oh I do. wow okay Ooh. i do teach guys are you listening yeah <laughs> in segment i call finance friday that i do time to time okay and i bring in experts and we and we look at it and sometimes even when i'm conducting interviews with my guests mm. you've got to listen and listen very keenly mm. because even while i'm speaking with my guests you get some nuggets yes mm. from there for example okay if you're someone that likes the stock market. I know a lot of people say, oh, Nancy, we got our hands bonds in 2008, right. 2009. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, for example, if you enter a car, have accident every yes. day. Yes. Does that mean you won't take a car again it's to where true. you're going to? It's true. But the thing is for you to have good information, yeah. have good advices, seek professional mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. When we have a headache, we go to the doctor yeah. or we go to the hospital. Oh, yeah. doctor, please, I'm feeling this way. Check me out, please. Mm. The same way you should have a financial advisor. That's right. The same way you should have a lawyer. You don't take a headache to a carpenter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way. So when you go to for financial advice, you don't yeah. ask your best friend who doesn't, who probably even doesn't have as good uh, financial management skills yes. as you do. Yeah. Yes. So it's about okay. You tell your financial advisor, and you can have them like your bankers can also act as one. For example, you are, uh, bankers, you seek to speak to them. Okay, what are the opportunities? Mm-hmm. Can I buy treasury bills, for mm-hmm. example? I know that now the economic situation is not that yeah, yeah, favorable yeah. because you have inflation rate at 15.99%. Yeah. You have the NPR monetary policy rate, yeah. which the central bank sets yeah. every six times in a year. Yeah. So the monetary policy rate is at 11.5%. And the savings rate is derived from from there. Yeah. So the savings rate is one15 Right. Percent. Right. Because the monetary policy rate is eleven point five percent. What it means is that you putting your money in a bank, that is what you're your money losing is money. Yes, yeah. you're losing money because yeah. inflation rate is at fifteen point double nine percent. Yeah. Well what it means for you is that does that really make now smart 
saving sense for me to still keep money. My money? Both. You can, both. Yeah, so yeah. you can still keep your emergency funds yes. or something mm-hmm. that it can take you for the next three to six months yes. in case anything happens. Yes. But what can you do with your money that you will make more money, mm. even beating the inflation rate? So now we've got inflation at 15%, right? So that 100 naira in my accounts, the real street value is 85 yes. naira. Um, so, but if I wanted to put it in a savings account, if they were giving me back 5% interest, well, it still doesn't... And 5% interest, by the way. Right, it's 1%, right? Yeah, it's one, about 1. 1.5. So <laughs> you see that that's even for, for bankers that would do that because a lot of Nigerians are not financially aware so some of the banks will not even you will not even how many no. of us get a a, interest of, of, yes of the interest. interest yes and we don't even bother to ask to check yes because you just feel a bank is just a to store, store to yes. store my money anytime That's i right. need it yes. but the bank is using your money to trade to invest wow. yes and use your money to invest so yeah. they should also be giving you returns on investment yeah so those are some of the areas that you've got to look into and say okay if i if i'm not going to put my money in the bank what should i use my money mm. for because if someone has been, if we're losing about, let's say, 16% on inflation, that means that whatever investment you have, you should have a return that's higher than 16. Mm-hmm. If it's at 16, you're back at zero yes. because that 16 is replaced by the inflation yes. deduction. Yeah. So you need to be higher than that mm-hmm. so that you're actually making money. Yeah. Right. I hope you guys are getting that uh, yes, because I, I feel like that's. I know. I feel like that's really good to know. If you have a hundred naira in your account and uh, inflation rate is fifteen point nine nine, which is sixteen percent, that means that your hundred naira is actually in reality eighty four yes. naira in yes, terms of what yes. you can buy. Just like a hundred thousand naira. If you think yes. you have a hundred thousand naira, you have that hundred thousand yes. naira. The street value, just like you yes. said, is wow. eighty four thousand naira. Something. Yes. Wow. Yes. When you go to buy things, yes, what you could you have bought with eighty four. 4k before yes. is 100 that will, that will that. yes that will yes. buy that same yeah. thing yeah. so you need more money to do yes. less yes um now when you're looking at saving and in well not even saving investing then you've got to think about if the interest rates will even cover what yeah. you're losing in yes. inflation yes. so the interest rate has to be over 16 percent for you to actually be yeah. on zero like and, to, and to, you may not get it even on one investment yeah you may be able to spread your investment right. or spread your risk right. as it were. So you could do like a savings bond. Federal mm-hmm. government, for example, mm-hmm. gets out a savings bond every month mm-hmm. issued by the DMO. So you can do that. You can say, okay, let me do mutual funds. You can say, okay, let me go into stocks. You can say, okay, is there enough? Sometimes it's about even, um, uh, you know, some other alternative yes. forms of investment. Sometimes yes. it could also be about real estate. Sometimes yes. it could be, you know. Starting a business. Yes, starting Because a the business, truth is, yes. you're, you're, let's say you've got 100000 in your account. That 100000 in your account could do better for you if you used it to, for instance, maybe um, shea butter, right? Yes. If you use it to buy containers, buy shea butter, buy oils, yeah. and then you, you, sell. You, you make yeah. um, shea butter, what do they call them again? Uri. Body butters. Body so butters. You, yes, and then you sell and yeah. make money. Yeah. So now you've invested 100K yeah. and then maybe you make 150. So you've gotten a 50% 50, return. Yes, yes. And then you might get 200. You've gotten a 100% no. return as yes. opposed to... So I'm, the reason why I'm saying this is I know a lot of people have money in the bank because they're scared of starting yeah. a yes, business or they're yeah. scared of investing or scared. Mm. But if you understand that that money you think is safe in the bank yes it's safe in terms of it's still there tomorrow but the value of it yeah is and i'm not going the marketing down. the banks i huh? am not the no, no 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 yes yes, yes but the yes. thing is also about and the banks know this yes and 
many Nigerians do not know this. Yes. So it is better that you have financial education because yes. your financial future lies with That's you. That's right. Mm. I don't want us to be in a position. I see, oh, for example, oh, you see that a man that has like two more years to go in public service. Mm. He's asking, oh, Nancy, what should I do? I'm retiring in the next two years. Mm. Yeah. Hey, what can I do mm. for myself? Oh, mm. the pension, when you take a look at what the pe- uh, government is going yes. to pay you at the end of the month, yeah. pe- a pension, it cannot even take care of. Perhaps you even have children you're still taking exactly. care of in the university. Yeah. So your financial future depends on you. Yes. Even that of your children. Yeah. Mm. So it's not about you thinking, okay, I'll retire in two or five years time. Then I would think of what mm. to do. No, you've got to think of what to do now. Mm. When you have children now, or when mm. you're thinking of getting pregnant, mm. or having a family, or yes. having a wife, Absolutely. you should start thinking of the financial Absolutely. future you should build for Absolutely. your children. Absolutely. What kind of, okay, I have my daughter now, I have my son now, even though he's a day old, can I begin to put money yeah. aside? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 55,000 mm-hmm. and put like a trust for mm-hmm. him or say, okay, I earn like 100K a month. Mm-hmm. I can mandate my bank or I mandate mm-hmm. my trust or any of these people, companies that do that. Mm-hmm. Let them take 10,000 10, out mm-hmm. for the educational fund of my son mm-hmm. or my daughter or my mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. And that when they are 18, mm-hmm. because financial future also looks at Life expires. Yes. Human being expires. Yes. yes. We, no, we may not be here tomorrow. And yes. you see that a lot of families fall into the quagmire that when the breadwinner is out is out or mm. passes, mm. the family runs into problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you can set up things yes. like that, yes. and you perhaps you've accumulated, yes. or even though you've not accumulated, your spouse knows, yes. continue, yes. your children's school fees is still assured, they yes. can... Yes. They can do whatever thing they want to do Absolutely. and all of that. So it's all enco- it's encompassing. So it's about from young, from a young age to even when I retire. Yeah. For example, I for me I say for example that I want to be the kind of mom or the kind of parent that I will not depend on my son. I have yes, a son of now. Yes. To, to feed me during yes. retirement. Yes, yes, absolutely. I don't want to be that kind of parent. Yes. I still want to be even earning, even yes. in my 70s, in my yes. 80s. Yes. Now when my son comes, I'll be like, take this. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take this as you can spoil yes. your grandchildren. And, and you can, yes. yes, I'm not yeah. thinking, oh, that my son, let him send me 100K yes. uh, for me to eat. Yes. I'm not saying if he, he will give me and I'll yes. gladly take it. Yes. Yes. But it's the, it starts from now. So yeah. what kind of financial future are you building for yourself, for your family? And what kind of financial education are you teaching your children? Mm-hmm. It is very necessary. I need this to be a two-hour show <laughs> because we're literally at the cusp and we haven't even discussed the stuff that you do mm-hmm. in terms of mentoring mm-hmm. um, yeah. young people. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about okay. that. Oh, um, you know, for the fact that I started this long time ago and we're not so many mm. I don't think we are many. Mm. Other people are following our mm-hmm. footsteps. When I mean uh, perhaps mm-hmm. I am my other colleagues that mm-hmm. are still in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I must say even as a woman mm. doing this stuff. And you mm. talked about a woman doing this stuff. And I remember those days when we started a uh, dress code. Yeah. The dress code to do a business program. And I was told, uh, you know, you have to dress dark suits, black. Right. <laughs> black, right. blue, right. gray. You're right. And I was like, I thought a bit about it later on. I said, come on. When I started my own show, I was mm-hmm. like, come on. Who set the rules? Yes. Why? Because there were guys that yes. were doing this. Yes. Uh, Obviously, you wouldn't have a guy in a red suit. You won't have yes. a guy in a red suit. Yes. Or you see 
the likes of those abroad, mm. but I'm a lady doing yes. this now. I'm a lady, we are sassy, we colour, yes. so whatever thing I wear is what it Take should it. be. Yes. <laughs> so you shouldn't tell me that I should wear a black suit or yeah. I should wear grey or business has colours. Yeah. Why? Because they were men or they yes. are men doing yes. more corporate things than women. Yes. So I think I've also been able to revolutionise that. So when wow. you watch me on my show, you could see me on a red suit. And why are you to tell me, oh Nancy, that flash, colour is flashy. Mm. Come on, as a woman, mm. I'm flashy. Yes. And I'm colourful. Yes. Because before you even listen to me, you you are looking at how yes. I'm yeah, put together. Yes, 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 yes. So I think I've been able, or I'm trying to revolutionise that thinking. Right. Because some people are still transfixed in that. Right. Then for young people, I've being able for people that came to me like years ago oh mama we need uh this this and i took them up without even having the experience right stayed with me for like three four five years right oh, wow. them and they're able right. to be business reporters right. and they've even left me to other stations right, and right. doing having the tag of business journalist right. <laughs> okay. That's good. but i'm still doing that and yeah. hoping also to to mentor young people because mm. i also see that that business journalist thing is is not there. Right. When you go to TV stations or even the business desk needs expertise and specialty. Right, right, right. But right. other desks, you see reporters right. everywhere. But even for those that are there now, some of them don't even understand. They just right. go and report and come right, back. But right, in terms right. of the analysis, analysis. So I'm t- I'm, what I'm doing now is also trying to bridge that gap because okay. I even have some... TV stations that are calling me or mm. even people, owners of would-be TV mm. stations, Nancy, please, do you have anyone mm. you can recommend that can mm. come work with mm. us? Awesome. I'm like, oh, that's not easy. <laughs> Maybe I'll look into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so finally, oh gosh, just one uh, minute left. Uh, I feel so bad. Uh, what does the future look like? <sighs> mm. The future for me, I would say, is bright because whatever you call your future is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for yeah. me, it's bright and... Um, I'm really happy to see. I'm I'm hopeful to see what my future holds. For right, me. Mm. right. I right. think I think that's what I will leave it. But uh, how I'll leave it. But I think it's it's bright. That's awesome, yeah. guys. If you have been with us this hour, you have been blessed. Your ears have been blessed. Your brain has yeah. been blessed yeah. by Nancy Naji, our money maven, our queen of daytime. Oh, that's a new one, money maven. <laughs> <laughs> our queen of daytime business analysis, and um, she's just dropped so many things. As usual, the show is going to be available on our podcast in the uh, next couple of weeks. So if you guys can take a look on Anchor FM, you'll find it. And um, we're on social media. I'm at Infinite Ngozi on Instagram. Obviously, Nancy is on social media. Can you give us your handles? Okay. um, On Instagram, I'm Nancy Ilo, still my maiden name. But if you type Nancy Naji to still come out on Mm -hmm. Facebook, same. Uh, On YouTube, uh, my show is on YouTube, Moneyline with Nancy TV. So please Mm -hmm. click on your YouTube icon uh, right now. What else? You You can email me if you think that... You've been blessed. You can also email the show info at moneylinewithnancy.com. Okay. Uh, you can uh, find me also. My email is there. Just go Google. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you Google her, pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of information will come I up. I see almost I've done that already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nancy Naji. So if you Google her, so much will come up. I am honored that you are here. I'm so grateful that you came. Thank you. I am someone, an example of follow your passion. Aww. And, um, you know, it's not just about even the gain, but what makes you happy. Yeah. But at the bottom of it, if you're following your passion, also try as much as possible to monetize your yeah. passion. So yeah. I think 
because I'm so happy and I'm thank I'm you so much. Thank you so much. I know more. I'm not forgetting. So this is the end of today's show and the end of me for Youth Arena for this year. Yay! Um, fantastic end of show. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can contact us on any of our social media pages as usual. And I just want to say, have a fantastic end of year. Yeah. Make sure you do your resolutions. They mm. work. Really? Any year that I don't do resolutions, yeah. I don't get results. Mm. I'm Most sorry we didn't... your money resolution. Yes. <laughs> How would your 2022 look like? Don't have more kids if you can't afford them. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry that we didn't open the phone lines. I just wanted her to share as much as she could share because I just wanted to hear everything that she had to say. So, guys, uh, we'll see you guys. Well, I'll see you in the new year. And yeah. she will be... Um, a mobs will be seeing you next week. A mobs is like, nah, she's leaving with me. Yes. So <laughs> it might be it from Youth Arena for this year. Yeah. But we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting us, and uh, for Christmas. tuning in. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year, man. Yeah. Bye. Just joining this is 107.7 FM.